listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 267. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who was on the ball with this recording shit, John Brownstone. Darn straight, yeah. You've I'm, had me I'm, going since eight something this morning. Yeah. You almost wouldn't let me eat anything. See what happens when you give me a week off? I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's I get this that. shit done. You want to know what happens when I get a week off? I have so many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even told you all of them yet. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is, 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 is there a business coffee date in the future? Is that what this is? I mean, there's always a business coffee date okay. in the future. Um, but also, yes. <laughs> Hi. Today, uh, we're taking one of my rando ideas. Uh, that's not actually very rando. Uh, we're running with it. Uh, we're answering questions and addressing things we've seen on Reddit. Because why the hell not? These are BDSM subreddits. People posted stuff. And we were like, we got thoughts about this. Let's talk about these things. Huh. That's what we're doing today. Like everybody else did five years ago, but we're doing it now. Hey. Bringing a trend back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. Yes, it's like this all the time. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review on your favorite podcast app, which is really just Apple Podcasts, everywhere else, feel free to share your favorite episodes if you like what you hear. Thanks. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, so that's LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big shout out and thank you, as always, to our kinky patrons yes, over on Patreon, absolutely. including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We appreciate you so fucking much. Uh, if you would like access to more content, to a special Discord server, to live Q's and, Q's and A's. No, I don't think that's how that goes, <laughs> but you know what I meant. To a special monthly podcast episode, stuff you're not going to get anywhere else. Uh, and will help us do this thing we do. Mm -hmm. You can become one of our kinky patrons for as little as $2 a month over at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or just use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into the episode, because we took a week off and this is what happens, I've uh, got announcements. Not not major, just a couple. One, uh, weekly reminder that thekinkery.com, an e-commerce store, not to be confused with some group in some place somewhere, that apparently is also a vet life that ain't us, uh, exists. It's JB's shop. And right before we went on break, we released two new products. One is uh, paddles in different uh, rainbowy kind of colors. Single colors, y'all yeah. don't get too excited. Uh, stained with unicorn spit. We call those pop-o colors. And also the thing that might be relevant to people who would listen to or watch Loving BDSM podcast. We, I created some planner stickers and they're, you know, player stickers, yeah, if you do planning. But one of them is the Loving BDSM logo. So if you're like, I need a reminder on my calendar, my physical paper calendar, that the, the live stream is coming or the whatever, you can use one of our logo stickers. Oh, there you go. The other one is I took the It's Fine, I'm Fine, Everything is Fine sticker, and I turned that into a planner sticker so that if you have a day that totally was not fine, <laughs> but you just need to be a little snarky about it, you, have, you can put that in your planner too. So... TheKinkery.com, it's all there. That's our thing. Yay. Okay. Second announcement. That is 
reminder. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. Our board behind our head where we collect postcards and cards that get sent to us and, and fun little things in the mail because the baby girl in me loves getting stuff in the mail that's not a bill is empty. I finally <laughs> pulled some stuff down, minus some fan art that is gorgeous from Tofu mm -hmm. Kitten Club. But um, just a reminder, the postcard project that I started at the end of 2020 still going on. So if you send us a postcard, a Hallmark card, a handmade card. You don't have to spend a lot of money. The price of a stamp in your area. Um, we, will we will get that and we will send you a postcard that says, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. Sorry for, about that. And uh, yeah, so I for realized that we've gone like weeks and I've forgotten to even mention that's a thing. Um, our mailing address is on the website, livingbdsm.net in the show notes of the audio podcast episode and in the description box on YouTube. But for people who are like, yeah, 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 just give it to me here. Mm. We'll do this. Get your notes app up, get a pen right on your arm. I don't care. I don't care how we do this. It <clears throat> is P.O. Box 434, P.O. Box 434, Ocala, O-C-A-L-A, -A, Ocala, Florida, 34478, 34478. Yes, we live in Ocala, Florida. I don't know why I don't ever just say that when our, like our town is every like we put it on everything. Mm -hmm. I always like stop myself. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. So there we go. Those are my announcements. Now we can get into it. So okay. we, I just took, like I said, I just took a few from Reddit and I went to two main subreddits on Reddit. One was BDSM community. One was BDSM advice. There are other much smaller, but still seemingly populated subreddits um, centering around BDSM. If this is not universally hated when we do this, uh, and if we have a good time, we may do this again in the mm -hmm. future. Um, and the other thing I would say, Reddit is not for everybody. <laughs> I tried to do Reddit several years ago and I, I, each subreddit has its own rules. If they have good moderation, they have pretty solid rules, whatever they may be. And I unknowingly broke a rule in a subreddit. It was not a BDSM one. It was a sex related one. And I got yelled at by the moderator and like viciously, like viciously yelled at on the internet. And I have never posted anything on Reddit again. <laughs> I technically still have an account. I understand the mechanism of Reddit and subreddits. I sometimes like find reviews on, like I need to know the, like the unbiased opinion of somebody of a thing and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll find it on a subreddit. But it's okay if you don't know what Reddit is, it's fine. It's a place where people go to chat, ask questions, stuff like that. These are all BDSM related. I'm gonna pull them up. And uh, I went with the ones that gave me thoughts. Okay. Cause I wanted to see what your thoughts were. Oh goodness, okay. JP. Okay, please open my link. Yes. Just freaking open it. Okay, so the heading is the best way to flirt with a dom. Um, so there's a whole bunch of story into this. Mm -hmm. It's a submissive asking the question. I'm not gonna go into all the details. Um, basically they're like, you know, the dom I'm talking to, he's like really sexual. He knows exactly what he wants. He's got a lot of experience and all that. Uh, our kinks match up. Yeah, 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 it's great. Uh, we're doing a lot of sexting online, but I'm just not used to it, especially not kinky sexting. Uh, what can I say that will really get him going as a dom? 
They even give the caveat. I know everyone's different, so there's no, you know, catch-all, but I just want to turn him on as much as he does me. Oh, and that was the other thing I meant to say. There's actually some good advice and people, like, yeah. responding well. Like, eh, there's always trolls, but mm. it was actually pretty good. I tried not to read too many responses because I don't want to be jaded. So, uh, from Adam, mm -hmm. yes, no, there's no one-size-fits-all here, but from Adam, what, what is the best way, in your opinion, to flirt with Adam? Bend over and present your ass for spanking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer is know his kinks and do your best to like rub those kinks a little bit. Yeah, and I'm saying I, him. That's because that's her this person's yeah. situation. But a dom, mm -hmm. yeah, know their kinks. No, yeah, on, you you have to um, you know kind of talk to them and understand what they're what they're about, mm -hmm. what they like. Um, you know, it, it's. It, it's long distance. I, I, I take it to a certain extent since they're sexting, um, you know. But that's where a um, um, talking about a, you know, having a kink list mm -hmm. of, of what you like and what you mm -hmm. don't like, um, you know, is is the dom a voyeur? Right. You know, would would they like some kind of maybe you know doesn't have to be overt, but you know, some kind of pictures that hint that you know. Things like that, but you know, it, it's it's whether it's flirting or or you know anything, you have to know your audience. Yeah, and I I say this as somebody who thinks she sucks at flirting. I really do. I don't think I'm a good flirt. I'm a I think I'm a good flirt if I'm comfortable with a person and my flirting is really teasing. Mm -hmm. Partly because maybe this is the. the because I'm sickness and maybe it's because of what you've done to me over the years. Uh, I know full well there's a point in teasing where a line is crossed. And I don't mean like a, a misbehaving line. Mm -hmm. I mean like I've said just the right slash wrong thing and now you've got the look of the devil in your eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, oops, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Um, and I, it's fine with you because I kind of did mean to do that. But mm -hmm. when I try to flirt with others, either I just peter out and go, I don't have words. Or I don't feel like I know them well enough. Or I'm like, oops, mm. did, did I take this too far? I was just I was just trying to flirt. Or I go, oh, but I really would like to take this further. And they were clearly just trying to flirt. So I don't think I'm a good flirter. The thing I have done is not a good flirter, not a good sexter, but kinky and had to do it all through text mm. many times. One, I ask questions. Two, I tend to fall into my subby role. So... You would sometimes send me something, and you love dirty talk anyway, and you love sexting. So you would send me something just filthy. And I would go, ooh, what do you want me to do, Daddy? Because what I'm trying to do is go, what would I do if you were standing right here? And then our power exchange role, I'm not taking, because of my personality, I'm not taking the lead on shit. So I would be like, what do you want, Daddy? Or, or I would even fall into the fantasy trope that please don't try to live this reality of whatever you want, because we know it's fantasy and sexy, mm -hmm. right? And I would actually let you lead that and guide that whole thing because you were more comfortable with it anyway. So yeah. obviously flirt with a dom. Is that dom comfortable flirting back? And are they comfortable with the way you're flirting, right? So if it's sexting, mm. are they a good sexter? Then let them lead the conversation. Quite frankly, I have found, it's not universally true, but I have found that if I just follow your lead, I don't have to say a whole hell of a lot for there to be a lot going on because I could go, mm, yeah. I wouldn't have even said that in real life, but it was like a response. Or you would say something 
And I would send back like an appropriate emoji, right? Like that's how I would do it. And I think that, yeah, the ultimate answer is you, you flirt with a dom by playing to the kinks that you share and or you know they have mm-hmm. that you're into. But also I would say if if the whole point of the flirtation and whatever's gonna happen next is some level of power exchange and they're the dom, let them lead to the extent in which they're comfortable. And they would also say for anybody who just doesn't feel like a good sexter at all, asking questions and like pretend you're fun and flirty, like you have to like get in that mindset um, and just ask questions and also emojis. Emojis are your friend. The purple devil face, smiling devil face, and also the eyes that look to the side, and also anything that <laughs> indicates moisture. Like, done, done, I can have a whole conversation now. And yes, we're flirting, and I didn't actually have to think of anything. <laughs> so that would, be, that would be what I would say. <laughs> but I also think, and here's my boring answer, okay, here's my, we try to help you have better power exchange relationships answer. Outside of the moment of sexting, because it's no fun when you're in the moment, but when it's like a calm time and you're just talking about like the state of things in the relationship, mm-hmm. say, I feel like really awkward or I don't really know how to flirt and I don't really know how to sex and what what do you like? And have just have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, I get that sometimes you don't want to like, like let them peek behind the curtain of the fantasy that you're like actually like sitting on the toilet Uh, while you're pretending to flirt by sexting. Like, I mean, I get that. Maybe that's not what you do, but maybe you just, outside of that time when it's not the time for sexting and it's the time to just chat, Mm. just have a conversation about it and go, what do you like? That's a nice, to me, that's one of the easiest things to do as a sub when I'm dealing with a dom, especially in this kind of way. Like, what do you like? What do you want? Now, I'll tell you, I don't automatically give it to you just because that's what you want. I got to come back with, oh, that's not my thing, but here's what I do like, right? But just ask, and then to the best of your ability that fits within your within your boundaries and limits, just give it to them. Yeah. But uh, emojis. I mean, emojis even even friend. even with this, it is a bit of a kind of a negotiation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And also, yeah, depending on your personality as a um, submissive, if teasing is like part of your thing, mm-hmm. then just fall back on teasing. That's. I mean. I have been called a flirt and I don't think I'm a flirt, but I'm a, I'm a tease, not in that way. <laughs> I'm, I'll joke around and I'll make snarky comments. And apparently that is flirting. Also, I'll try to intimidate you. And, I'll, and that apparently is flirting because I don't know how to flirt. Okay, we're moving on to the next one. All right. Headline, what do you do if you wrongly punished your sub? So there's layers to that kind mm. of question. So let me get into the details of this one because it's one of the nuances. Uh, So my girlfriend's a sub and I'm kind of new to being a dom. We had an argument a few days ago and I truly believe that she was in the wrong to me. It seemed that way. And so I punished her with no orgasms that she had to earn them instead instead by pleasing me. But today she brought up the argument again. We talked about it and I realized that we were both kind of in the wrong. The whole thing was miscommunication. She didn't understand me and I didn't understand her. And so now I'm thinking I may have wrongly punished her and I don't know what to do about that. Um... And he apparently in follow-up, he were like, don't punish in anger, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he comes back and says, yeah, I know. Um, but it does say that, you know, I think, you know, says if anger makes us kink, you've made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. But um, he says, you see, my girlfriend can be extremely selfish at times, so we decided to punish. Um, oh, gosh, okay. In our argument, I decided, to, oh, because when she's selfish, they decided to 
punish that behavior because we're trying mm-hmm. to change that behavior. Mm-hmm. So in our argument, I decided she was being selfish, so she was punished for that. The problem is that after we talked about it again, which I commend them for, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do. Right. We figured out that we were both in the wrong by misinterpretation. Um, and so now he's like, but I think I punished her wrongly. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Well, what do you do, okay. Dominant? What do you do? Punished? You, you, you can't go back and, and undo the punishment right. after it's done. Right. Un- unfortunately, there are no uh, take backs. But what what is a, a very powerful thing, and, and we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, um, say you're sorry. Yeah. Okay. Own up to your mistake. Um, take responsibility for it mm-hmm. and say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, yeah, you, you can't go back. All you can do is take that information take, and move forward. Take that information, go forward, and 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 kind of and learn from it. You know, it, it's it's a growth experience. Yes. Now, I guess then the question becomes: Now, I'm glad that the punishment. It was not like corner time, writing lines, like mm-hmm. something that would be like more closely related to like corporal punishment. There was punishment for you don't just automatically get orgasms, but you could earn them. Like there's still some level, I think, of pleasure probably involved. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it punishment because I don't know this person and maybe that was punishment. But it's also not like they had to abide excruciating pain mm-hmm. or it does not appear uh, at face yeah. value. Um, or... Um, that they had to sort of like grovel for a thing or that they, you know, there was something like that. So I think that that helps in that situation. Mm -hmm. My question to you to follow up on that, what if the punishment had been something like, maybe even a little harsher than what you would do to me. Maybe it was a spanking I hated, but it was not fun at all, thank you very much, or corner time or just something I really hated. And then you realize later, that was not a punishment worthy offense. Mm. What the apology? Absolutely, I agree with you completely. Take you know, learning from the the situation, and learning from the situation is not just learning from the mistake you made, but learning, thinking about what led to the misunderstanding between the two people, and then being aware that that could come up again, and keeping that in mind, and maybe taking a little bit more mm-hmm. time between the moment the thing that happened and deciding the punishment. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it had been a more firm kind of mean punishment, what do you think you would do if that happened? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there would have to be a treat of some sort. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Of course there would. I would need a Diet Coke. I'm just saying. (laughs) Of course. The baby girl comes out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um... Yeah, I think that yeah, a treat, some kind some, of small some, amends, some kind yeah. of small way to to make amends. You know, it's uh, it it's it's a tough situation, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and from reading this, you know, there there are some people. Was this a a argument about the DS? Um, was it something? Um, Outside of the DS, you know, there there are times we have um, certain communications that are about our our life outside of DS, mm-hmm. and and there are times when we have those conversations, we step away from our DS. You know, there are no repercussions for for what's said as long as it's said respectfully. Sure. 
um, you know, regardless that that is a, a um, in or out of DS that we respect one another in a conversation that that is imperative. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what was the context of, of the conversation, mm-hmm. so to speak? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you know, if, if it was a harsher punishment, maybe a treat. But, you know, the, my thing still stands. An apology oh, yeah. needs to be made. Yeah. Um, you know, owning up to your responsibility. And and then learning from it. And sure. Doing your to the best mm-hmm. of your ability, not repeating it. In the things that could be repeatable. So if there's a misunderstanding about the behavior, then it's getting clearer and having more conversations about the thinking behind that behavior and introspection about that behavior and working on that. Mm-hmm. If it was uh, a miscommunication in the communication, in the argument itself, maybe not the behavior, then that's when it's time afterwards it sounds like maybe this is what they did they kind of went back and they really looked at it more carefully yeah to try and kind of sort of do that debrief aftermath thing of what the fuck just happened yeah. and here's let's move on from here and you you actually take that information mm-hmm. and hold on to it to the best of your ability so i mean we we have had conversations you know and some of them have been you know we are both very passionate people and and are some there are times our conversations get rather passionate we also both between think us. we're right so and, that's fun you know there there are times you know i i would not probably and and i haven't really where i punished you for anything said but you know there are times within the conversation i may say you know Baby girl, you're getting a, a little sassy and, you know, a little close to that edge. Think about what you're saying and, and just back up a little bit. See, he sounds, he makes it sound like he's thinking very rationally when he says that. Not always, let no. Me, but... Let me tell you what comes out. <laughs> Baby girl. Really? You might want to watch your tone. And now I'm already, like, fired up. Yeah. We're all, I'm already, like on the edge mm-hmm. and if my if i'm in the right headspace then I, I will i'll at least turn it down like half a notch mm-hmm. but if i'm not and especially if it's a very vanilla argument it might get hotter in there yeah <laughs> and and sometimes i just have to say two words corn time now there was one argument we got into and that one messed us up for uh, several days yeah. because I flat out said no. Not to corner time, it was something else. Mm-hmm. You threatened punishment, I went no you won't. And that one was rough. And yeah. neither of us was <laughs> respectful in our tones during that argument. Mm-mm. When we both cooled off, I think we both agreed that I was right to say no. Yeah. But a couple things. One, as a submissive, whoo, that was hard. Mm-hmm. Also, as a person who never had the luxury at any point in my my life up until now with you of being able to push back against authority firmly, mm-hmm. righteously, and be allowed to be angry. I mean, from childhood on up, it's hard to do that. And yeah. what I find, what I'm not like this anymore, but I, I can see it happening to other people and I know it could have been me a decade ago which is, you know you're right as the submissive, 
you know you're right, but you'll accept the discipline, the punishment, the tone, the whatever, because your dom's in a position of authority and you, you go, okay. You know, whether it's like you consciously go, I'm going to, I'm going to take the loss on this one and I'll just fine. Or it's a subconscious thing and you just kind of do the, oh, I must have to agree because I'm the submissive. That second part's not true at all. I think you can make the conscious decision to go, okay, I can be right or I can be happy. Fine. Let him win this one. I'll be fine. But I, the one that worries me that I'm glad I'm no longer that type of person. I've, I've grown from some of that is that there would have been a time where I'd have let you just win the argument because you're the dom, you're in charge, you're the authority figure. Yeah, and it and there's a there's that's tricky. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where abuses of power can come into Correct. play, especially if you as a dominant understand that or have even a glimmer that that might be true with your partner that they will let you win those arguments even though you even know you might be wrong or you realize later you were wrong and they didn't push back. I think that's worthy of a conversation too. Like, did you think I was right? Mm-hmm. Or did you think I was wrong and you didn't say anything? Like, let's let's dissect this a little bit. That is always for like way later when everybody's calm and in a good place to actually talk about that kind of stuff because that might bring up some heavier stuff as well. Sure. So, wow, we went off topic, but there we go. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I like these for that. We'll see, we'll yeah. see. Okay, next one. This was very interesting okay. to me. And I wasn't sure, and then I actually read a helpful response. Okay, All right. so <laughs> we don't talk a lot about kink shaming around here other than to go, don't do it. But, so this question might, it's a little, okay. It says, is it kink shaming to not want to be fetishized? So here's the, the scenario. The reason I ask is that I'm a six foot one Demay, and oftentimes people associate height with dominance to the point of fetishizing tall doms. I really hate this because it's not like it's something I chose and I don't actually think it actually correlates with my dominance. I think I like how they think. Height doesn't make me better or worse at what I do. It's like saying freckles make you more dominant mm-hmm. or blonde hair. Uh, however, at the same time, I can't blame anyone for it. I end up feeling bad for being upset at people for comments like that. I realize that to a degree, you can't help what you enjoy and preferences are certainly a real factor in picking a partner. I still feel like preference and fetish are different things and are treated differently though. Um, and then, and this, I, I like, we love a self-aware person. Yeah. They go, look, I realize my height is such a tiny thing to complain about in the grand scheme of things to be fetishized for. It's just the example I lived through and mm-hmm. can speak to. So the first thing I would say is I have nothing about me that I know of that has ever been, that is actively fetishized at me. So if people who have been fetishized for any trait about them that they any any part of them. Mm-hmm. And those opinions to me are always going to be more valid about how they feel about that on a personal level and their experience with it. So I know I'm speaking from way outside. Yeah. How do you, where are you coming okay. from this? So here's, here's my thoughts on this. I, from, from what I have understood of what read, no, it is not kink shaming. All right. She, just like there are people who want to be humiliated mm-hmm. and others that don't want to be humiliated, mm-hmm. they want no part of it. Mm-hmm. That's not kink shaming. That is their personal preference. That right. is their limit. Mm-hmm. No, I do not want to be fetishized. Right. Right. You know, yeah. For, I want you to for, see me as the person, I, not you this know, thing I, about me. Whether it's for my height, whether it's for my hands, well, you know. 
don't being fetishized is not a thing of mine. Um, you know, kink shaming would be somebody who is, you know, let's face it, anything can be fetishized. Anything's a kink. Everything's right. a kink. Everything's yeah. a kink. So, you know, I have no doubt there's somebody out there who has a fetish for tall people mm-hmm. or, you know, anybody in between. So, you know, kink shaming would be going to somebody who wants to be fetishized for being tall mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, well, you know, what's that? Why, you know, Ugh, no, you, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. That That's, that's ew, you know. Your kink's not my kink, but right. your kink, you know, it, it's it's okay to be accepting of it, even if you don't like it. Right. I mean, I, I know from from being on Fed, as long as I have, there are people who are fetishized for their breasts, for their ass, and they love it. They, you know, it's their thing. And I think that's the thing. If you have a, a there's something about you that can be a fetish and you enjoy what that kind of fetishizing brings to you from a partner or certain partners or in certain situations, more power to you. At the same time, if you're like, look, I'm way more than my hair color, my eye color, my height, my skin color, my this, my that, then you have every right to go, and if you can't see me for the person, I'm not interested. I think not wanting to be fetishized is right and valid. I think being okay with it, if I would say the person who's okay with it, what I hope for them, and it's not my place to tell them they need to do this, is that they've thought through it, that, they've, that they're have that they actively choosing that, mm-hmm. and it's something that they're genuinely celebrating. I think I remember being in my younger vanilla days, uh, larger than I am now, and being with partners who loved a bigger girl, but they were more like excited that I was a bigger girl than that I was this girl that they were with, and that was, rough because you don't always feel seen. So if you're all about it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adore this thing about me. Mm -hmm. Go for it. I would, that would be my recommendation to that person would be to just make it a conscious decision and and think through it and and know why you're choosing that and, and have just whatever. But to say, hi, I like the fact that you think it's cool that I'm tall, but I'm not into just being your tall person. Mm -hmm. That's valid. That's not kink shaming. That's a, see me as a person. That, that is respecting somebody's limits. That too. That too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. I do not want to be fetishized for X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. That, that is a limit of mine. Right. And if you can't respect it and if that's all you can see, then we're not compatible mm-hmm. or go the fuck away, whichever works, whichever yeah. works. Um, but that, and, and <sighs> I know the, if you watch the arguments online where there's almost no nuance most of the time, it's very frustrating because somebody will say, but I love fat women, right? That's what they'll say. That's what I love. And people are like, do you love a fat woman? Why? And then it's a, a fetish, fetish. Oh, Jesus Christ. How do you say that word? fetishization wow don't ask me to say that word when i've been drinking i'm not even gonna try (laughs) um to say that it's not okay you know that somebody doesn't want to be fetishized is not shaming their kink it's they're two separate things Mm -hmm. i think the internet wants to blur the lines there oh yeah and that's the problem it's not the problem of having the fetish versus not wanting to Mm -hmm. be fetishized you can have the fetish 
And you can also not want to be and, fetishized, and, and both are valid. It's right. how you, it's how the person with the fetish interacts with people that, in their mind, fit their fetish. Sure. Because then and, it's about and consent there, again. And there are people who want to be right in that aspect, and there are people who do consent. not want to be. Yeah. It's really yeah. a question of consent. It's not a question of kink shaming. Now, if you came up and said, oh, you fetishize this type of person, you're gross. That, That's shaming. That could be kink shaming. I right. Mean, Right. I, is there a line? Yeah, you fetishize things that would be illegal, immoral, yeah. unethical. I might, but, I wouldn't call that kink shaming. But, but, from, but from what I've read of this person, from what what right. they're wording to me, no, that it they are not kink shaming. What they are asking for is to respect the fact they do not want to be fetishized, and that is that is a limit of theirs. Respect that limit. Consent. So yeah, you can consent to being fetishized if you're okay with it. You can consent, you can withdraw consent because you don't want to be. Right. I, I think that is, mm -hmm. that is our answer. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're still going. All right. Okay, this one, I feel like there's only one answer to this, oh, but goodness. damn if Reddit wasn't trying to give a whole bunch of answers. Okay. Okay, okay. There's so much <laughs> to this question. This is one of those moments when the question being asked is not really the question that needs to be answered, but here we go. Uh, the question, what's the proper position to present my dom with a punishment tool? Here's the rest. My dom hasn't been punishing me lately, and I've noticed I'm getting away with it a lot. We re recently started an actual relationship, and I noticed since then that he won't punish me anymore. Someone told me to dress up for when he gets home and present a punishment tool and simply ask for some discipline. So I got a cute outfit and a crop, but how should I present it to him? What is the proper kneeling position? Do I sim just simply hold it out to him? That is not the question you need to be asking. <laughs> can I, can I, can I? Go for it. No, you... no shame to this person. I yeah. I get the feeling they are probably very new at this. They have been told that there's a thing that they should do and it just hasn't occurred to them to go, hey, wait, is that the thing I should do? There is no proper position for anything to present anything to your dom to except the position the dom asks you to take and until the dom and you negotiate a thing and a way to do a thing, there's no such thing as the proper position. We, I think anybody yeah. who's here at the Loving BDSM show mm -hmm. knows that. I don't think that's new information for anybody. I mean, you, you go out there and, and, and look at how many uh, positions there are just from gore And that's alone. if you follow that. That's and if, that's if that's you follow that, you know, Right. There, there, there is nothing set in stone that this is the proper position. It's what. Right. And so if we just take the question being asked, which is, should, is not mm -hmm. the question that needs mm -hmm. to be asked. There's a whole other question here to answer. But so got a crop. OK, so then I have follow up questions. Is that something that they would punish you with? Do they want to use it? Do they? I mean, crops mm -hmm. aren't difficult, but do they know how to use it? Yeah. Is that within their limits? Have have we talked about any of this? Which we clearly have not, because mm -hmm. this person wants needs something from the relationship, and thinks they found the solution, <laughs> and they ha don't understand yet that the solution the whole time was to have a conversation right. with the dom about, hey, you've been letting me get away with shit, and I need that to not happen. Look, I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not uh, laughing at that the, person. These no. are real things that I think people really the, do. The go conversation. Through. Yes. Um, many subs will say, "Look, it's been a while. I need to be centered. Mm -hmm. I need a good punishment." Right. 
you know. But even so, like, I could, I'm not this type because I don't, I want to follow the rules. Like, that's just, this is in me. But I know when I, sl- I start sliding, I know. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's not a, I don't do it as a conscious test to see if you're paying attention, but I am aware if you're paying attention or not, right? It might yeah. take me a hot minute, but I'll, I'll get there <laughs> and then I'll be like. And so for me, now I recognize this comes, we have a very strong relationship. It's not a new relationship. We've been doing this for a minute. Mm-hmm. But when something kind of like that happens, and it's not like this, but kind of, I'll go, noticed anything around here like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but and this is the thing that a lot of newer submissives and somebody in the live stream chat said that sounds like frenzy you're right it does Mm, yeah (laughs) and that is another thing Uh, submissives who are going through frenzy forget the the broader constructs of this is a relationship they're kind of get focused on the kinky part of it but it's that those kinds of conversations are legit conversations to have. You are not topping from the bottom. Mm-hmm. You're not being a bad submissive. You're like, even though, and not every submissive would feel this way. I know this because I know some brats who revel in their brattiness. Yeah, well, that's, that's a whole I, different story. I can even yeah. also see not wanting to have the conversation because maybe you feel guilty that you know you've been breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. And yes, there was a purpose behind it to are they paying attention? Is there going to be follow through? What's going to happen here? Whatever, whatever the reason might be, because there's lots of reasons that can happen. And if there's any level of guilt or shame the, fa- at the fact that you did it, it can be really hard to have to bring up and go, hey, haven't you noticed? <laughs> Breaking the damn rules around here. Huh? What? Eh. Right. <laughs> but that is, that's the conversation that has to be had of, yeah. hey, so things haven't been going the way we had agreed and you're not doing anything about them. And I was trying, and I, and also, I think it's really valid to go, look, I done fucked up. Can can we work out a punishment mm-hmm. thing? I need to, like, I, I mean, need that, this to be that, dealt that with comes, and resolved. That comes down to the, the, the Dom needing to be held accountable. Oh, and, sure. Because what's going on with the Dom that they're not paying any attention to? Right. I mean, and, that's a question, too. You know, the, the whole thing of, you know, as a dominant, one of the biggest things you have to do is be consistent. I think that's the hardest thing. I mean, the yeah. responsibility, but the consistency. Mm-hmm. Because life fucking happens and gets in the way. Right. You got stuff going on. And in newer relationships, when it's all hot and heavy, that's the easiest time to be in it. But the moment some of that hot and heavy kind of like peters out a little bit, and then real life, if something happens, work, mm-hmm. school, kids, whatever, whatever, it's hard. And then yeah. it's really easy because when we've talked about this before, I really need to add this to our list of topics. What we're doing when we embrace our power exchange, especially when there's rules, tasks, protocols, expectations involved of the way a submissive will behave and what will happen. Mm-hmm. We are talking about changing habits, long held habits. And the submissive does most of the changing because they are adapting their behavior mm-hmm. to fit what their dominant wants. But a dominant then has to change their behavior to go, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to pay attention to this. (laughs) And there are things I'm supposed to do if that doesn't happen. And that is a habit change. And I, there's, is it possible? Of course it is. Many of us navigate it. But I'm not going to act like it's always the easiest thing. There have been times we've done some things and I've had to be the one to come to you and go, hey, you remember we're supposed to be doing this new uh this new way of stuff, mm-hmm. like where where you at? Are you are you mm-hmm. with me here? And and kind of bring you along. You right. know, granted, we have that playful kind of relationship, and I can do that. Everybody's got a different different approach, a way. A different, right? Um, but it it I always have the 
option and, and the ability to point out, hey, and that is kind of like, the, I think one of the harder things about being a dominant is you kind of have to be self-accountable. But what we forget is submissives, there are ways to hold your dominant accountable that aren't as direct as the way they hold us accountable. Like you have a direct, because of what we negotiated, mm -hmm. if I don't do a thing, there is an equal and opposite reaction to that, X, right? X equals Y. Right. <laughs> it's not that simple and cut and dry from the submissive to the dominant, but there mm. are ways in, and you find your ways and you can talk about them explicitly sure. or you discover them as you gain a comfort level and you figure out how you best communicate. But I mm -hmm. literally can come up to you and go, hey, you uh, hadn't noticed this thing. Uh, what's up with that? Right. And that's me holding him accountable without getting in his face, without topping from the bottom, without telling him he's wrong. I mean, I do have have the, the privilege when it's warranted mm -hmm. to say, you done fucked up, you're wrong. Again, with respect. Yeah. But so that is the, and then it's what he does next that really says everything. So a dom who's willing to hold themselves accountable and be held accountable from a partner, even in that gentle kind of way, mm -hmm. will go, oh shit, okay. And they're gonna change their behavior and they're gonna get back on track and they're gonna work, or they're gonna tell you what the hell's been going on and you're gonna find a solution together. The dom that doesn't think they're supposed to be held accountable or doesn't fucking get it or needs a lot more education in what this mm. means, they might not be the dom for you, is gonna like give you deer in headlights look or say the right things and then do nothing different. But that's how we do that. And that then once you see that, if you're in that position where you've had the conversation, whether the, the dom says the right things and does nothing or tells you that you're full of shit and ignores you, that's a sign that this isn't the right relationship. Like, what are we doing here? Because mm -hmm. that's, that's not how any of this should work. Now, your method for doing that might not be my method for doing that. But I think, I think we have that. And that's what this questioner has completely missed. It's not, I need to get punished by my dom. And if I just wear the cute thing, have the right toy and kneel in a certain way, I'll get it. Like, no. will you? You might get some kinky fuckery. Maybe. Yeah. If you happen to, through the power of mind reading, pick the exact right Thank time, you. That, that the was, exact right day. That, that was the other thought that was going through, <laughs> through my mind. Because, um, you know, yeah, no, nobody yeah. is a mind reader. No. And will, and will they know that what this is Excuse even me. for? Like punishment, even eh, punishment, not so much. We should do a, an episode on punishment. I have yeah. so many ideas, y'all. Uh, yeah. uh, punishment less so, but punishment, real punishment, however it's executed and whatever you use for mm -hmm. punishment, needs to have a discussion of, at some point, what happened that was wrong? Why the punishment occurred the way it does? What we're gonna do going forward? Right. So this doesn't happen. I mean, again. The, bon the bottom line. How is that happening with the the, 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 the bottom line of it is there needs to be better communication. Yeah. The question they were asking is not the question they should have been asking. No. In my opinion. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next one. We actually only have two more done. Mm -hmm. This one was interesting. Okay. And I really wanted your take on it. All right. Okay, let's get it to pull up. Did I pull these up before uh, before we started? No. no. So I'm waiting for the internet to cooperate. Of course, of course. Okay, they asked, how to move forward after being rejected by a sub? 
So this person uh, says that it's kind of ironic that just the other day they were like asking different kinds of questions, um, but the sub informed them that they were not sexually attracted to the dom mm-hmm. and were not interested in a dynamic, which kudos for a strong, clear communication. Yeah. Uh, rejection is rough for me as a dom as I feel powerless. Uh, I wanted to ask if people who have experienced something like this have found ways to move forward in a healthy way that doesn't internalize this insecurity with subs I might find a better connection with in the future. OMG, can we celebrate some emotional intelligence here? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Um, I, re- rejection is tough. Rejection no, is no matter tough. which end of, of the, you know, which side of it you're on, rejection's tough. Um, you know, I, I give her, um, her, I, I give that person, um, a lot of credit for saying, you know, Hey, look, I'm not attracted to you in that way. And, and I'm not interested in the dynamic. And I think what you have to look at here is that not everybody's going to be compatible with you. Right. Um, even if you're not looking to form a relationship bond, even in, in the matter of, of being a top and, and a bottom, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you're negotiating with a bottom and they don't want to be bruised and welted, mm-hmm. but you're used to playing that you give somebody you know, bruises and welts that are going to last for days, mm-hmm. you're not compatible mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that, you know, you have to come to the realization that not everybody is going to be compatible with you. Yeah, that's the hard part. Hopefully this, in this case, this person, the rejection was calm and wasn't overly personal like you mm-hmm. suck you're hideous Ugh, right like, yeah no if it's that that's that's harder to walk away from right but if they were calm and like hey you know, this has been fun but this isn't working you know look i, I think you're a, a, a decent person and all but i'm i'm not really that right a, attracted I've, to you and and i feel like in that situation if you can Put that on par with, hey, that kink you like is fine, but it's not my thing. Right, just mm-hmm. like you're talking about, like this is a compatibility issue. Yeah. Harder when they make it personal and they're ugly and they're nasty about it, and you just and they just hurt and it just they right, they said right. things thoughtlessly or purposefully mm-hmm. to hurt you. The this does not help in the moment. I but mean, if if they do come across that way, they're not somebody you would want to be. That's my point. Yeah. You're not going to probably think it in the moment, but when you can step back and calm down, is that a person you'd want to be associated with? Right. Here's the thing. First of all, JB and I are going out like Thelma and fucking Louise, okay? I've informed the children of this. I was like, She did a dinner the other night. Over the cliff, holding fucking hands. But I know that if we lived in an alternate timeline and in the part of the multiverse, and you rejected me after however long, mm-hmm. you would do it with kindness and compassion. I mean, assuming this is the part of the multiverse where you're not the evil, JB. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. But, and that is still painful. Yeah. But that, the pain is about the break, not about how I was made to feel in the break. Mm-hmm. If the you can, if you've had a situation like this, the thing to do is when you can get distance from it. Look, feel what you feel. Okay, if you feel hurt and you feel a little insecure and you're feeling, you're feeling, 
to give yourself some time, especially if this was a longer term thing or something you were really, like something you worked real hard to like build this bond with this person and it still didn't work out. Like there's a grieving process. Sure. Short, long, it's still there. Give yourself that time. And then when, surround yourself, this is where kink community and kink friends come into play and this is where they yeah. can be really important because you can have these conversations with vanilla friends but most of us know we then have to we can't go well they were supposed to be my 24 7 sub and it was gonna be great and I had all these plans you have to go yes this person i was trying to date and yeah you, you know kink community and go i was a dumb sub here we were right a lot of that context is already understood and you you say this is what they said and this is how it made me feel and let and let your friends big you up and give you that outside perspective of, hey, that means that you're not wasting your time with somebody you're not compatible with and you can go look for somebody mm -hmm. else, right? This is another bit of information about who you are as a dom, what you need, what's the right partner for you, blah, 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 blah. And quite frankly, if you are part of a kinky community, you've got some, some um, kink friends that might turn to you in those moments of rejection or breakup or whatever, you know, Big them up, like make it a point to, to, I don't like to blow smoke up people's ass. I don't like to tell them shit I don't think is true, but I love to fucking point out how fucking great somebody is if I think they're fucking great. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I browbeat them with how great I think they are. I actually had to say to somebody on a call yesterday, did I, did I browbeat you too much with all that? But I was bigging them up. I was like, you're this and you're that. And I like objectively, I'm like, here are the things and here's why. Yeah. Like we all need friends who'll do that for us to the extent we want them to do sure, that for us. Sure. And I think that's the other thing. It's really easy for our own internal voice to tell us the absolute worst. Well, hopefully we have a friend. Sometimes all you need is one person who can be that outside voice for you. Also, this is a cheesy thing, but I think it's, I think it's cheesy because it kind of works and it's kind of true. Talk to yourself the way you would talk to a friend. I am so mean to myself in ways I would never mm -hmm. talk to another human being. I would never say that, especially anybody I care about. Like I see the best in the people I care about. I try to be honest and see the reality, but I see the yeah. good stuff and I'm, I'm happy to go, here's what makes you great. Um, it's okay to do that for yourself and it's a skill and it feels weird and it might not be something you do out loud mm -hmm. where everybody can hear you. But I think that's another thing is to go, okay, to, 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 I, this just wasn't right. You know, I get to go try and find somebody else when I'm ready, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that would be, that would be my long winded answer for that. <laughs> I know everybody's shocked yeah. by that. Okay, last one. All right. Oh. oh. <laughs> See, I have to understand. JB has seen none of these. I'm the one that found them. Okay. Oh. So, this one is another nuanced discussion. Okay, I was very impressed. Mm -hmm. The headline for this is, quote, do whatever you want to me. I said this to my partner at the time while having sex. I had told my partner many times that I do not like to be bitten. This is a hard boundary for me. And I had made that very clear to him continuously. But after I said, quote, do whatever you want, he took that as consent to bite me. From his perspective, the language I used was unclear, but from my point of view, he knew that was my one hard boundary I was very vocal about and he bit me anyway. My mm. question is this. Is this assault or is it both our faults this happened because I was unclear with my language and didn't have a conversation about consensual non-consent language beforehand. We have since broken up. I just think this is a gray area and I'm looking for others insights about 
consensual non-consent and dirty talk. And I do think this is a gray area because yeah. I think as individuals, we can have really strong opinions, but you can absolutely on about this specific kind of thing, but you can absolutely be in a relationship where you're, you each have strong opinions if you were faced to this and you have a different opinion. <laughs> I can totally see that. What do you think? Um, initially, yes. I think they were both wrong. Okay. Okay. Right? Um, I, I have talked about, you know, how in the past the sub will come into the community, you know, do whatever you want me. I'll do anything. Sure, sure. You know. Anything and, I saw in that and, one form. <laughs> and, and that is such a, a broad, you know, okay, you, you're going to shave all your head hair off. Uh, you know, I want you to cut your pinky from your left hand. Oh, no, I won't do that. Right. You know, so I I think in in our lifestyle, vocabulary is very important. And yes. what you say is very important. Yes. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. him being aware that this is a total hard limit mm-hmm. that is some that is something she said is completely off the table mm-hmm. with her. Regardless of her saying that, not being pre-discussed, he crossed a line. Yeah. See, I can say to you, and it's been it's been a hot minute, but I can say to you, do whatever you want, or mm-hmm. I can go more, or I can go be mean to me. My favorite is but, to tell you to be mean to yeah. me. But I know, but you know you're not crossing I, my boundaries. I am going to stay within the limits of what we play in. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. That being said, because so, I... You know, while while she should have worded herself a little better. Clarity is important. Okay, clarity is important. Him crossing that line, big no. Yeah, big I, no. I feel like that was a lack of responsibility from from the, that person because they had explicitly been mm-hmm. told, this is my, like, one limit. You're not right. allowed to do this. And, it like, my uncharitable side goes, yeah dude was looking for a loophole we just finished recording the video about uh, um kinky book club where we read Mm -hmm. the new topping book and Mm -hmm. one of the things we talked about was where they were like you can't go looking for fucking loopholes and this to me yeah my take on it is that was to him because that that would be like for for you knives and needles right are off the table you want nothing to do with that so if you were to say to me daddy do anything you want Mm -hmm. and and i pulled out knives and needles right that would be a big breach. Right. And I think I think there are caveats in the sense that could we, if we were feeling real frisky, mm-hmm. play with consensual non-consent, pre-negotiate it? Sure. It has to be. Well, it should be. Yeah. And could I say, nothing is off limits. These boundaries I had, I trust you. I'll go there with mm-hmm. you. Could I? Yeah. yeah, I have, I have, because you have every right to change mm-hmm. those as long as you're mm-hmm. very clear about that so that everybody understands what's going on. This, kind of the way it's phrased, it's while having sex. It was a bit of the heat of the moment. Sure. I am, I, I think I will continue to be leery of, even though sometimes I say it in the heat of the moment, do whatever you want. Not because it's an awful thing to say if you feel like you're in a relationship where you've established that level of trust and communication and right. everybody should know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. But I guess because I won't, I will always have certain trust issues. Like with you, I know I can because we've gone there mm-hmm. and everything you, you never look for a loophole. You've never looked for a loophole. No. 
but would I would I ever have considered it when we were first together and I hadn't the the trust had not been firmly established? Hell no, because that is too squishy of a thing to say. Right. Because do whatever you want, comma, within my limits mm-hmm. is explicit. Do whatever you want, not that explicit. If yeah. especially if we're talking about folks who just play around with kinky sex but don't have the negotiations. Don't have the communication levels established, which this does not sound like that because no. this person was very clear about their limit. Right. Um, where, you know, if it's not a relationship where there's constant ongoing, like checking in with consent, like I, that would, what I would say to anybody coming to this situation, because once you're in it, you got to kind of deal with it. I mean, but if even, you're thinking about it, be very yeah. careful who you I mean, say even, that to. Even at that, po- even at that point, when she said that, okay. He could have at any point said, so does this mean I can bite you? Right. Yeah. I mean, there could have easily been a check-in. Right. You know. Yep. Yep. Knowing that that was a hard boundary of that person, all it had to do. Mm-hmm. So does this mean I can, you know. Right. Or you could have, like, I you know, hear you growling well, going, I'm going to yeah. bite you. Does that mean I get to bite you? <laughs> Okay. Actually, you would do you that know. as a mind fuck because I'd be like, no, no. You'd be like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there, there were a lot of things that, that could have been different, done different. Right. You know, like you said, you and I, we have the relationship where you could say that to me mm-hmm. after seven years. Right. And, and also you would still check in. Sure. You would still check mm-hmm. in. Now, if, So, I mean, while, yes, the wording that she used. I would just but caution he, people to be careful of that. Right. Be, be careful of the wording you use. But on his end, yeah. that was a flat out that was disrespect somebody who of boundary. saw a loophole and went right and, the and fuck through it. And dove right through it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's telling that they broke up later. We mm-hmm. obviously don't know the details. And you know, I, I would be mildly, not massively, but mildly interested to get the thinking from the other person. Yeah. Um, but only mildly because I. I'm also, uh, I'm clearly on this person's side, if you can't tell. So I'm, I'm also predisposed <laughs> to think you were looking for a fucking loophole, you asshole. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, so if you're, if words matter, and I think that until you know in your heart of hearts, no, or think you know, because mistakes happen. Yeah. That this is not a, you're not playing with a person who's looking for a fucking loophole. The way we word things matters. It does not negate the other person's responsibility. And I don't want it to sound like that. But to protect ourselves, which I think we all need to have some awareness of that. Um, if there's ever a question to you of would this person go searching for a loophole? First of all, I mean, I feel like there's bigger issues there if you're worried. But do whatever you want within my limits. Or if you... If you think that might be part of your play in the future, this is where I get I get like all real mom like and boring. <laughs> Have the conversation before you need it. Like, what does yeah. that mean to you? What does non consent look to you? Look, consensual non consent look like to you? Or, hey, are, do you think we'd ever play with consensual non consent? Uh, I would like to establish now. Whatever my boundaries are, they're still happening. They're still there. You know, those are valid conversations to have if you can think to have them before you need them. So. Yeah. But yeah, I just, right. ugh. 
got through them. This was we did. fun. It was kind um, of. It, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I enjoyed this. So I will say if anybody else enjoyed this, um, the doorbell just rang. Okay. Uh, I will finish up. We won't worry about okay. pausing. You go do what you got to do. All right. Um, I was only going to pause. Down the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will do. I will be you for five minutes. Uh, I was only going to pause if it was in the middle of the content. So if y'all enjoyed this format concept, uh, reach out to us. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, reach out on socials, reply to the newsletter on Friday. If you watch later on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment, like whatever, whatever. Um, I actually have another idea that when we get in the bonus section, I will ask y'all what y'all think. I asked JB and he's intrigued, but I kind of only want to do it if anybody wants to listen to it. So um, yeah, so all of these came from BDSM subreddits, uh, BDSM community, BDSM advice. Um, I think I saw in the, the live stream chat, somebody was like, oh God, BDS Reddit is awful for BDSM stuff. And I kind of expected that. And I don't know if I just hit it on a good day or what, most of the questions and most of the answers were, even if I disagreed, uh, were not awful. So take that with a grain of salt, tread carefully. Um, but as you can see, some interesting uh, scenarios happen. So that is it. I have to finish this out um, without JB and I'll tell you why in a second. So um, hold on, I have to be him. Oh, you're, I have to be him. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna say it and I'm scared to say it because when was the last time I said it by myself? I don't know. Okay. Are you back for Hang real? I'll, I'll sneak in real quick and say it with Okay, you. say it with me, say okay. it with me. Ready? Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. I will see you next week. And I have to, uh, daddy, can I talk to the crickets, please? Why, yes, of course you can, baby girl, because you can have anything you want. I did that with, I almost cracked up in the middle of it. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, okay. That was our episode. And Silent Wing 2 is clearly on Reddit more than I am. Did mention that I happened to find the only two well-moderated communities on Reddit for BDSM and they're run by the same person. Thank you, Silent Wing, for that information. Um, that makes sense. Th those rules were tight. Like they even had like a auto chat thing. Like when you make your post on, in the subreddit, an auto, th there'd be an auto reply of here are the freaking rules. Don't forget them. So yeah, it was, those two were pretty good. Um, so yeah, we're in the bonus section. I feel like I did it all wrong because, because, uh, he wasn't here and I probably forgot something. So, um, let's see. I don't have an emoji of the week cause I really just couldn't be bothered. Um, I think, I think I'm giving up on that cause I really just keep forgetting. Um, and I'm not that creative, um, to come up with one. So my idea for a future episode, <laughs> uh, my idea for a future episode, it just came to me today. I have so many ideas y'all. What if, so the, where this episode idea came from was I was listening to the Simply Podlogical podcast on YouTube. Are you back? Yeah, I you're back. back. Okay. And we have a lawnmower again, don't we? Yes, we Yay. do. Okay, good. Okay. So um, I was listening to Simply Podlogical and every so often they'll do an episode where they'll go through the relationship advice or relationship subreddit 
it's a Reddit thing, and they'll talk about the scenarios that they see. And like, what what do we think about this? And what would we do? And what would we advise, right? And I was like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, we should do that, but for BDSM stuff. And I had kind of hoped there'd be like BDSM relationship subreddit. I couldn't find it. It might be out there. I just missed it. So we did this, but I had another idea. Tell me what you think. I'm very curious if anybody's yeah. interested. What if we went to the relationship subreddit where it's mostly vanilla, not always, but mostly vanilla. <laughs> and we discussed vanilla issues through the lens of kink. Like what would we do if this was us? I don't know. It's, it's kind of intrigued me. And you mm. want a noodle. And I just want yeah. to know if anybody would even care. So, I mean, I feel like the answer would be just fucking talk to one another. Right. Because even when the Simply Pod Logical folks, Christine and Ben, were saying that most of them were like, Look, could y'all just have a conversation with one another? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Really. So, and, and, okay. and I just want to jump in real quick because I, I see a, a, a little sub conversation going on there in, in the uh, YouTube <laughs> chat. Y'all know where I stand on naps, especially if you're part of the Discord server and saw the picture that Caleb posted Take yesterday. Take a nap. Yeah. More naps for everybody. Yep. Naps are good. Um, <laughs> you missed my effort at being comedic. Oh? <laughs> well, we closed the show. We did our Keep It Kinky. Right. Well, then there's more that happens after that. I did write down the time frame. Okay, good. Thank you. And I played the part of both baby girl and daddy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and gave wow. gave myself permission to talk to the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to listen to that you later when I'm editing. <laughs> Hi, we one week off and this is what we come back. Uh, okay, so okay, oh, God. Um, let's see. Yes, uh, the brief pause was because our lawnmower uh, was dropped off to us. Yeah. If we had had the ability to go drop it off and pick it up ourselves, we would have paid a third the price. Yeah. We probably need to invest in a trailer. Right, and I I was thinking about that because between the motorcycle. Yeah. Having and to have that picked up. The gifted riding and, mower. And we now were the given. gifted riding mower we've been given. Um, Thank it you might, to my aunt and uncle. It, it might be worth it to invest in a, a yeah, small trailer that would fit both. We're paying extra for repairs on both because right. we can't haul it ourselves. So, yep. eh, yeah, we'll add that to the list. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so um, that's what that was. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Lola update. She is a good girl who snores very loudly. <laughs> yes. We recorded the video earlier for Kinky Book Club and she snored and she through snored the whole all fucking the way thing. Y'all, we recorded for 41 minutes and she snored through the whole damn thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking I should put a camera on her when she's sleeping and record her snoring mm -hmm. and put that up on uh on on youtube and, and that would be like an asmr oh thing. my god i'm not gonna lie i've because of the way the window between the office and our bedroom are now open for airflow because it's hot now mm -hmm. um i fall asleep to the sound of her snoring every night yep. now it's yep, a little yep, it's yep. it's a little bit of that so um but oh let's see what else uh onyx and ella are basically, I've decided they are evil stepsisters to one another. <laughs> they are not evil stepsisters. But when I have to talk to one about the other, yeah. it's easier to go, okay, look, your evil stepsister is out here being a bitch. Just, it's fine. They just are, they grudgingly get along when they have to. And then out of nowhere, one will smack the other. It was for the longest time, Ella being aggressive to Onyx. And now Onyx has fewer fucks to give. And she will <laughs> come out of nowhere for a thing Ella did like five hours before and just, Bopper, and I'm like, right? I can't even be mad at you. Well, you can't know, even be mad at El El Ella does have her own thing going on. Uh, the oldest did uh, sleep oh, in this yeah. morning. 
And, um, you know, he, he had every right to per se. He didn't have uh, what they call zero period this morning, so he didn't have to be up mm-hmm. as early. Plus, he had exams today. Oh, my God, yeah. So, you know, he slept in a little bit, which meant he did not get up at regular time to feed Ella. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, Ella gets hangry. Oh, she does. <laughs> I and mean, I understand. She same, tried, girl, same. At, at the at at the very same time, um, Ella tried to pick a fight with both Onyx <laughs> and Lola. So Look, I'm like, Cat, you are treading on some serious, serious ground here. You're not acting very bright here. No, no. Like with Onyx, okay, they're literally a, the same size, yeah. just different colors. Mm-hmm. But Lola at right? breakfast time. Yeah. No, we're not messing with Lola when she's about to put her right. snout in some food. El, like, El, Ella, you know, Onyx, well, you know, Mm-mm. you're on your own with that one. Um, but, you yeah. know, picking a fight with Lola, you are so lucky she is good natured. Oh, yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank God. So, in other news, today is the last day of school, the day of recording. So, podcast listeners, you'll be hearing this after this. Yeah. On the Wednesday that we're recording is the last mm-hmm. day of school. Mm-hmm. The 15-year-old finishes 10th grade. He will uh, is going to be a junior in high school next year. He might be getting his driver's license this summer. We, that is still to be determined. Um, and I... I, who do not consider myself sentimental, especially about, like, milestones and blah, blah, blah. The 11-year-old is finishing elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, finishes fifth grade. He'll be going to sixth grade next year, middle school. It's a whole different campus. It's a whole different world. Elementary school, they're, like, all co- if, if For the non-U.S. folks, they're coddled. They're, like, they're the babies. And then you send them to mm-hmm. middle school, and it's in between that elementary baby stage and high school stage and it's just a whole different world and we're all nervous about it already even though it's three months away yeah and yeah he's like he's he's ended a stage of his life and i almost teared up this morning and i was like what the fuck is wrong with me and 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 silent yes um he uh ella let the 15 year old sleep well, because he knew what he was doing because he closed his bedroom door and she came to us. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and all I felt and I I mean I was just filled with such a warm glow of love because I felt this little kitty cat tongue cleaning my <laughs> ear and cleaning my hair and I'm like, "Oh, Onyx, Onyx is clean." She has accepted me as her own. And I put my hand up because me and Onyx have a way of how I pet her and she mm-hmm. allows it. And I put my hand up and nothing, nothing, not the bump, not the put her face on my mm-hmm. hand. And I went, oh, okay. And I put my hand down. And then a little bit later, I heard a cat was still at my hair licking, heard another cat on the dresser where my collar is, where the key to my collar is. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. Damn Ella, she's on the dresser. <laughs> she's going to get into my stuff. So even though my eyes won't even fucking open, I don't even know what time it was. I get out of the bed to shoo who I think is supposed to be Ella away. And lo and behold, that's Onyx, which means Ella had been the one grooming me in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I have still not been accepted by Onyx because now the stink of Ella is in my fucking hair. I have washed my hair since, but you know what I mean? I was like... I mean, it's really sweet of you, Ella, to clean me. Uh, thank you so much. But also, I that warm glow of love diminished a little bit mm. once I realized it was not Onyx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, huh, yeah, yeah, there's been a lot. There's yeah. been a lot. Um, 
I was a shop elf on Tuesday for you the were? Kinkery. The Kinkery.com. Uh, I learned how to wet sand resin. Mm-hmm. And I sanded my fingernails in the process. <laughs> I was so glad I had not done my nails. I'd have been really pissed off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely um, teaching my shop elf some new things. I know. And I have so many new ideas. And we're just not moving fast enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you haven't met me. I'm a tad bit impatient sometimes. Huh. On occasion. Go figure. Maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and... Uh, what else? I mean, yeah, me too. I'm I am anxiously awaiting the end of the school year today. today. <laughs> um, I mean, for you that means means morning, um, and uh, for me that'll mean no more afternoon trips. Well, for and a it's while. it's funny because yeah, the the summer off, no kids going to and from school, but the fifteen year old is in a leadership position with band. He had to interview yes. for it. He got mm-hmm. selected. I mean, I was like... Very cool. I'm very proud of him. Trying not to be too yeah. effusive with him. I'm very proud of him, but I was. I knew if I was just gushed, he'd be like, oh, God, shut the fuck up, Mom. Yeah, so I was right. like, I am very proud of you. Yeah. Come give your mom a hug. And then I was like, oh! Um, or he couldn't see me. But, so he was trying to coordinate. Yesterday was the last day they were all kind of meeting officially at school because um, they didn't have class today. And he was trying to coordinate some of their leadership stuff they're going to do over the summer. And he's sending me text after text after text. And I was like, (laughs) I finally went, look, just make a list of whatever they're talking about. We'll work around it. The only one where I screwed up, he was like, we don't have anything on June 8th, right? They want to do a leadership, blah, blah, it'll be all day long. And I went, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. Because I was in the shop Mm. sanding my fingernails. And um, (laughs) I come in to the office and I went, oh, fuck, he's got his second vaccine shot that day. Thankfully, he can go later in the day. And I went, look, mm-hmm. I, we could reschedule this vaccination, but I'm not. It's the second one. I want I want you to get it the moment you can want get it, it. Want it done. So you better be done by a certain time that mm-hmm. day, but we'll work mm-hmm. it out. So, yeah, he's about to be very busy. He's got, and he, he can't drive yet, so we are about to be very busy yeah. driving in yeah. places. So I am just... Um, Really excited that they managed, this is the second school year since either kid's been going to school, we've had this. They actually managed to finish school before Memorial Day. Yes. What typically happens is we go this whole week, and then, of course, you have Memorial Day off here in the States, and then they go for like one or two more days, and I'm always like, why did we do that? Why? And I know why. What they have to do to do that is you have to start super early. So they will go back to school if they repeat this calendar like the first week of August, I'll <laughs> be back at school. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting until after the U.S. Labor Day to put them back at school. No. We, we're back in early August. I also won't mind by then. I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, look, this is my my annual reminder that teachers do not get paid enough. And, and which teacher would like to watch my child now? Right. I would like to hand them over to you. Yep. But they're also at an age where they kind of like don't fucking need us, don't fucking want us, just want to do their own thing. Um mm. The 11-year-old is going to his grandma's for the summer, most of the summer. Um, He'll leave first part of June and probably be back first or second week of July, which will work because then there'll be two to three weeks and then there's school. Mm -hmm. Um, The 15-year-old wants to learn how to drive, can't get his license till July, but he also wants to try and get a job. And I'm like, can we wait till after you get your license? That'd be great because technically there are places that will hire 15-year-olds. I don't think they're that desperate of need for people that they're going to hire a 15-year-old over uh, anybody above the age of 15. Yeah. 
Um, but we, you never know. I mean, I, I wouldn't care so much if it was someplace close, but mm -hmm. some of the places he's talking about wanting to work are, are a oh, bit God, of a drive yeah. out. He, yeah. he wants to work 30 minutes away, and I'm like, yeah, I love you. I love you so much. Thankfully, we're not in a position where you have to work, so that can wait until you're driving your mm -hmm. damn self. Yeah. Uh, and then you're going to realize you don't want to work that far away from home if you mm -hmm. can help it. The Dunkin' Donuts a mile up the street sounds much better once right? you have a commute. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, um, so yeah, so there's, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. My youngest is not in, in like little kids school anymore. He's about to go. We're about to hit the middle school years where they become terrible for a little bit. Oh yeah. God. The oldest might be driving by the end of summer. What the hell? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm excited, and I'm also like, I, I don't, they were literally just in diapers five minutes ago, right? Like, <laughs> Life is coming at us. I know, I know. Mm -hmm, I know. Mm -hmm. And also, at least to the 15-year-old, we've given up most pretense. Like, he, we'll just have paddles sitting out on the shipping station. Yeah. He's like, do I want to know what those are? And I always just look at him and go, I don't think you do. And he goes, well, finally, he started going, I know what they are. Now it's, do I want to see if you'll say what they are? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you want to do Battle of Wills with yeah. me, your mother, who has watched you scream and cry and not flinched? Oh, no, don't fuck with me. <laughs> I will win. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, yeah, Mr. Spock, you're right about the you're car insurance. You're right about the car insurance. Um, uh, in the live chat, Mr. Spock said, RIP, your car insurance budget. Yeah, so we, um, put him on our insurance once he got his learner's permit. And the nice thing about that, they were like, okay, he doesn't actually have a license yet, so he's on at no additional cost. But the moment he has his license, here's what your new premium's gonna be. <laughs> and it literally doubled. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. Okay, maybe yeah. he's gonna have to get a job and pay for his fucking insurance. So he's, <laughs> he's also gonna be very strongly encouraged since he doesn't have the option of taking uh, driver's ed at school. Um, we did find a program he can take over the summer, um, which will help reduce the <laughs> insurance Yeah, there's cost. a free program run by the county, um, the sheriff's department, actually. Yeah. F highway Patrol. Highway Patrol. It's the Highway Patrol who runs it. Yeah, sheriff? Sheriff. Somebody. It's the sheriff. Either way. And that will count for, like, the safety thing. And then there is there are several companies you can pay to give lessons to. And I was like, no, this budget cannot pay mm -hmm. for lessons anymore. It paid for lessons once. Right. We're done. So now we got to do it. Um, but yeah, he's actually getting on the routes he's familiar with. He's he's really good now. He's, we have he's to doing much better. He, he is becoming more comfortable um, with his driving. He's doing much much better. Um, yeah, he, he's he's he's. My anxiety is not. Mm-hmm. No. Mm -mm. So. Yeah, it's a lot of mom stuff, dad stuff, yeah, uh, dog parent stuff, mm -hmm. cat parent stuff. My mom's coming to visit. Yeah, uh, first weekend in June, she will leave with small child. Have not seen my mom. Technically, I saw her for about twenty minutes last summer when we did the kid swap. Yeah, um, but we didn't. It wasn't a real visit. It um, and 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 I saw I saw her twenty minutes twice when we did the kid swap. Mm -hmm. To get him there and to get him home. Um, and so I have at least gotten to see her in the past 12 months. But we have not had a visit since, God, was it 
Christmas yeah, time, easily, yeah. easily. So, like a lot of people, yeah, we haven't been able to see family, mm -hmm. and we're gonna get to do that. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. um, of course, yep. we're gonna go into a frenzy of cleaning because nobody in the family has seen the inside of the house either. So, and it's now quite lived in. We've been here over a year. Yeah. Quite lived in. <laughs> Smells strongly of dog. Um, so we're gonna. Mm -hmm. that. Um, so yeah. But yeah, that's that's us. Mm -hmm. uh, our break was good. It was very until I got a sinus something for two days. That yeah. was miserable. Um, but other than that, it was good. It was peaceful. And as you can tell, I think we're a little energized. Mm -hmm. The ideas came back. That was nice. Um, yeah. So I think that's enough. Yeah. I think that's us. And we are so happy that y'all are here with us and y'all came back to see mm -hmm. us. To listen Glad to, to have us, you here with us today. Yeah. And uh, and and handled our goofiness. So. Yeah. Um, we, we're back on schedule. The Kinky Book Club mm -hmm. video comes out on uh, Friday. For podcast listeners, it's the day this podcast comes mm -hmm. out. Um, we'll talk about the new topping book. Yeah, that's the name of it. What's the name of the book? I don't know. Um, the, um, so, Ms. You, you've been asked about the office tour. I, I actually, for half a second, considered filming it while I was on break. And then I went, I'm on fucking break. <laughs> I just have to film the damn thing. Quite frankly, after I clean everything from top to bottom, would be the perfect time to do it. Perfect time to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. We need to. I yeah. do want to. Yeah. Maybe we will. We'll see. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You, you promised it. and I people. Did. Are... I was so excited until I thought about actually recording it. You know, I've been trying to say goodbye for five minutes. Like, okay. Look at all y'all distracting me. Okay, we're going to go now. <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to go. We love yeah. you guys. We will talk at you, with you, to mm -hmm. you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye.